You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your earbuds, whether they be wireless or whatever you got, whatever fancy electronics you have. It's in there and it's part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Ryan Andrews of JaysFromTheCouch.com. Back with you. Incredibly tired, but very happy. I know. is weird, right? Like, after all, all that disappointment staying up to watch those games against the Angels and the, the disappointment of just trying to watch Blue Jays baseball the past couple weeks, it all melted away last night in a joyous explosion of power and offense. So we are going to talk about that. We're we're also going to talk about the Blue Jays bullpen and just kind of shine a light on what's been happening there. Probably the best part of the Blue Jays right now is that bullpen. So we're going to talk about that. That actually comes about this this whole podcast episode comes about from a couple of uh, followers of the account, uh, Chris and Boxer, um, at Call Me Chris three sixteen and at GB one zero XNM. So thank you to both those kind folks. We are going to start with last night's game. And again, just just the happy from that game is is huge. And the happy came early for the Blue Jays in the 7-3 victory over the San Francisco Giants. And it, it was happy mostly for the first that Blue Jays fans got to see. And personally, I'm jealous of at least a couple of people. I know... Um, past contributors to this show uh, at Leslie Nope and Karen Suter. One, were both live and present in San Francisco for that game. So very jealous. And they got to see history as Vladimir Guerrero Jr. took a fastball from Nick Vincent and just crushed it into the outfield no doubter, first career home run is on the board. Happy times for the Blue Jays. And then went and did himself one better later in the game. Um, just obliterating a pitch from Reyes Maranta. Like, almost out of the stadium from center field. Like, it was 450 feet. Just absolutely crushed. Um... It, it it was great to see um, John John Schneider, the coach for the Blue Jays, who was the manager in New Hampshire, said that Vladimir Guerrero Jr. was kind of finding himself, find a kind of feeling more comfortable in the majors, and it definitely looked it yesterday. 
and just could not be happier for him. It was like the weight of the world had been lifted off his shoulders. Now he doesn't have to focus about that. Now he's just hitting naturally. And that's what the Blue Jays need. They need him to just be himself at the plate and be natural. And that is what will result in success for this team. So just the fact that he was able to do that is huge and justified staying up as it was. But then... Also during the game, um, Trent Thornton went two for three and is now the Blue Jays' batting leader with a 667 batting average. So, yeah, Trent Thornton can hit too. Who thought? So, seeing Thornton be able to contribute like that to his first major league victory as well, and it it wasn't a pretty game from Trent Thornton. It it's typical of what we've seen out of him in a Blue Jays uniform. He battled a lot during the game. He did have control issues. He walked five batters, but he also struck out seven and again, helped his own cause by scoring a pair of runs. And just the, just a look of happiness on his face when, when that bullpen came in and picked him up when, when it looked like it might've gone a little too far. It was just joyous. And there were, there were a lot of, of things about that game that were just joyous from the Blue Jays. And I I don't know if you've noticed the past couple weeks, but just everything from the Blue Jays just had been weighing down so much. And and just to see see all the happiness in the dugout, the happiness um just around that team, around that whole performance was uplifting. And it reminds you why baseball is good and why Vlad Jr. is good and why there is there is hope for this team. And again, you, you kind of saw this coming with Vlad Jr. just the way he had been performing the past few days. His batting average has raised 90 points in like the last few games. So he's up to 235. His, his on base is now third best of the regular hitters in the lineup. He's behind Smoke and Sogard. Although everyone's trailing Trent Thornton now. How I, I tweeted that out last night that um, the Blue Jays batting leader is now a pitcher in Trent Thornton and their ERA leader is the catcher, Luke Maley. They've got things really turned around when it comes to statistics, but that is this season so to speak. So just looking ahead um, to tonight's game, get to see a couple more debutantes uh, for both teams because Blue Jays have made it official. Edwin Jackson is now on the roster. Thomas Pannone got optioned down to Buffalo while Matt Shoemaker was finally moved onto the 60-day DL to free up that 40-man slot. So Edwin Jackson will make the start tonight. Um, he will set a major league record by pitching for his 14th different team. And this is actually his second stint with the Blue Jays. Technically was a part of the team in 2011 when he was part of the uh, Mark, Zep- Mark Zepchinski deal with, uh, with St. Louis. Um, he was briefly on the Blue Jays, but didn't actually appear with the team. Um, before immediately being turned around and 
I think he was dealt to Washington. Give me a sec. Um, no, sorry. Um, oh, right. No, that's, that's my bad. He actually went, he came from the White Sox to the Blue Jays and then was flipped to St. Louis in the Colby Rasmus deal. That's my bad. I, I didn't double check that. So that, that was the deal. He went to St. Louis. He was, he was a member of the Blue Jays for like a, a an hour or two, but now he will get to make his Blue Jays debut. He will get to set that record. And, you know, you can't expect a lot out of him. He he wasn't exactly stellar in AAA. Although, granted, he was pitching in the Rocky Mountains the entire time. So, hopefully a bit better at coastal level. Um, the Blue Jays are facing Sean Anderson, who makes... His major league debut. So you know how that's going to go for the Blue Jays. They'll get shut out for six innings by Anderson. Because that's what they do against pitchers making their debuts. I'm, I'm kidding. Vlad Jr. was not a part of that. So hopefully he can do what he did to the members of the Giants bullpen last night. And he'll do it at a time when, you know, I'll actually be awake, even though I'll be driving around. So much more timely, much more in line with with the Atlantic time zone, because then I don't have to stay up until 2.30. But again, it, it was worth staying up for that. There are other things on this team that are worth staying up for, and we will talk about them right after this. You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So I said we were splitting this up a little bit because last night on the Twitters, as people were following along, um, Chris was pretty clear that Vlad was going to lead the podcast and he was right. But... Um, Boxer pointed out that the Blue Jays bullpen wasn't getting a lot of credit, especially guys like Tim Meza, who have really come in their own and just, just given the Blue Jays something they haven't really had in the bullpen. And, and I'm focusing on Meza for the most part, because the Blue Jays haven't had a lefty that they can turn to for like a complete inning and be assured that they were going to get a complete inning since Brett Cecil left. And right now, Meza is on a roll enough that he he gives you the hope that when the Blue Jays are ready to contend, Meza will still be a part of it and Meza will be that Brett Cecil type, that guy who comes in and just dominates the lefties. He's already appeared in 22 games this season, which leads the majors. So he's, he's definitely getting a lot of work right now. And aside from, you know, a couple rough outings to start the season, like he was, uh, he was at an 810 ERA after, the outing in Tampa Bay on April 14th when he gave up three runs 
Um, but since then, he's just allowed the one run. He has a scoreless streak of 10 straight outings. Um, some of them lasting multiple innings, which, again, is another huge thing for the Blue Jays to be able to have out of that bullpen just because they haven't been able to rely on getting the length out of their starters. So Meza proving that he he can, for the most part, be a guy who goes out there and gets that done for the Blue Jays is just another key piece to this bullpen that, you know, again, similar to last year's, it's a lot of cast-offs, it's a lot of unheralded guys, but they're coming out and they're getting the job done. We talked about Sam Gaviglio on this podcast. Sam Gaviglio is having a career renaissance. He is no longer Sam Gaviglio. He is sweet Sammy G coming out of that pen, playing that sweet music and delivering the multiple scoreless innings of relief. Joe Biagini is back to form. Yeah, he gave up a run last night, but for the most part, he's been really good. His his whip is under one, just like Sammy G, just like Ken Giles, who we got to see in a non-sprinkling pixie dust form, which, again, just the fact that Ken Giles has pixie dust, which conjures home runs, just makes me appreciate him even more and I officially retract everything I said yesterday about trading Ken Giles. You cannot trade that man. He is happy here. Do not do that to him. So just just that having that kind of, of monster in the bullpen. And, and we haven't even talked about a guy like Daniel Hudson, who, again, had a really rough start to the season, but has settled into his groove and is now operating as that opener for the Blue Jays. And and just giving them exactly what they got out of Tyler Clippert and John Axford and Sung Hwano last year. Just a guy who you who you can throw out and know it's not going to be a blow up scenario. It's not gonna be immediately out of hand. Even the guy who you thought was gonna go out there in blow up scenarios. Um Elvis Luciano hasn't been blow-up worthy. Let's let's call it that. Um, did did not have a good week this week, Elvis. But you know, the 5.29 ERA is about in line with with what Johan Santana was in his first year. And again, he's doing enough to justify the Blue Jays keeping him in that bullpen role as that guy who can come in and just eat multiple innings and just essentially learn while on the job. He's he's still going to be a teenager all year. So he has a chance to break Vlad Jr.'s record for youngest guy to hit a home run, but that's not really what he's here for. And the, the fact that it's not completely blown up, even, even Thomas Pinnell before he was optioned, like, Reliever Thomas Pannone is good. Starter Thomas Pannone, not so much. But it it's something. And if Ryan DePera can find his form, he's he's probably at where Daniel Hudson was at the start of the season, just because he was injured and didn't really get a spring training in. Like the Blue Jays will have one of the better bullpens in the league. And you know, you you have to give credit to Pete Walker 
who showed enough last year to be retained despite the managerial change. You have to give him credit for that and the work he's been able to do in getting these guys kind of simplify their approaches as relievers. Walker was a reliever in the majors, so it makes sense he he has the perspective to offer um, that kind of approach as a pitching coach. Now, does it help the starters? Not really, but still, he he does deserve credit for what he's been able to do with these piecemeal bullpens. And, you know, if the Blue Jays can find someone to stay healthy and pitch alongside those starters, and maybe that's Edwin Jackson for the rest of the season. Obviously not going to be in the future. We want Ryan Baraki. We want Nate Pearson. We want TJ Zyke. So those those guys give you hope that you know building from the back end like that the blue jays do have something there pitching wise and again it's something i'm going to be talking about when i'm writing this week i swear i'm gonna write this week i just actually have to get the time to sit down and do it but you know it it does give you something to hold on to and that was the key to last night. It's something to hold on to for Blue Jays fans. And if you want something else to hold on to, um, be sure to follow me on Twitter. That's that's not a great segue, but whatever. We're, we're nearing the end of the show. I got to get it in somehow. Follow me on Twitter at NeoAC18. That's NeoAC18. You can follow the podcast at LockedOnJays on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can subscribe to this podcast uh, on Himalaya, on Spotify, on Stitcher, on iTunes, on Google Podcasts, and just make sure you don't miss an episode. If you want to leave a review, greatly appreciated. And if you haven't already checked it out this week, check out Jay's from the Couch Radio. Again, I was on there. I said some things about Ken Giles I didn't mean, but... It was still a very good episode. Definitely worth your time. So hope y'all enjoy that and hope you enjoy this second of two games out in that gorgeous ballpark in San Francisco that if I ever go back to the States, that's that's one of the that's one of the spots I, I absolutely want to see a baseball game in is is that park because like, I just want to sit by McCovey Cove and just, you know, have, have the bay kind of lap as you watch baseball. It just seems so tranquil. And I would love that. So maybe maybe I'll crown fun, make it happen. Probably not. I have many other things to worry about before I start planning trips to San Francisco. Get rid of your president first. Anyway... Before I get too political, again, that brings us to the end of this podcast. So for everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and for everyone at jasefromthecouch.com, I continue to be Ryan Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.